What's going on, guys? We got an interesting show today. What we're going to be talking about is school mass shootings and what we can implement to keep our kids safe in today's world. guys so let's get into it in the past few months here in south florida we've been dealing with some tragic events so one being the parkland high school shooting and not only here in south florida but all across the country we've been dealing with this so on one side we have the gun control group and then on the other side we have the pro-gun group so the gun control group They want to push for more regulations, restricting access to guns and taking taking our rights away. And the pro-gun group, they're proposing the school resource officer measure. So let's look at this. Let's start the conversation by talking about the school resource officer measure. So what they're proposing is to have at least one school resource officer in every school across the country, elementary, middle, and high school. And I really love this. I love this idea because it really addresses the huge vulnerability that is so apparent across the country when it comes to our schools, when it comes to our kids. And we have to close that gap. That's the number one thing that we got to do. And for those of you who don't know what a school resource officer is, the Department of Justice describes or defines the school resource officer as a sworn law enforcement law enforcement officer that is responsible for the safety and crime prevention in our schools across the country. And like I said, I really, really love this idea, but I think that we can take it a step further. We can expand on this where I think we're in the right direction. We're heading in the right direction. And it seems like I'm not alone because I posted a question on online and I took a poll and I posted a question. Are school resource officers the ultimate solution to school mass shootings? 70% of you on Instagram said no and 30% said yes. On Facebook, 71% of you said no and 29% of you said yes. So this means that a good portion of you agree with me that there's more that can be done. So before I get into my solution to this problem that we're having across the country, um, I want to address the gun control group right now. So I'm personally not interested in any law that takes away or suspends my constitutional rights as an American citizen here in America. So we're just going to throw that in the trash right now. And that's how we're going to deal with that. So we're going to move on from that. So now what I'm proposing is along with the school resource officer is prevention. And that's focusing on the child, taking a more proactive approach to, to this. Because just having a school resource officer means that 
there can still be flare-ups. So we need to start paying attention to our children. This Parkland shooter was left to fester. We had more than one opportunity to deal with this guy. And we failed. The only individuals that did the right thing were the children. They're the ones who saw this guy and they reported this guy. They're on the front lines and we need to be paying attention to them. We need to listen to them. They're the ones who see these individuals. They're the ones who interact with these individuals on a personal level. More than any one of those other groups in the school. When, we, when, it, when we're talking about the staff. So we need to start listening to them more. This should have never happened. We had more than one opportunity to, to deal with this guy on a humane level or to take, take him out. And we didn't do that. And here you have the adults pushing blame. You failed our kids, okay? You failed our country on every level to that school resource officer that was there. So I have a special guest today, Dr. Stella Verna. Um, she is a psychologist and a therapist, and she's going to help us look more into an individual like this and see how we can deal with the situation by being a little bit more proactive. But in order to be proactive, we got to know what we're looking for. So let's look at what this individual might be experiencing and let's see what will cause him to 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 go off the deep end and to cre create such uh, havoc and violence in our school. So without further ado, Dr. Stella Verna. Hi, Dr. Verna. How are you doing today? Good, good. Nice to see you. Um, thank you for allowing me to interview you. Um, right. It's a pleasure. Yes. Um, as you know, um, we've en encountered some um, tragedy with the Parkland High School yes. um, shooting. Yes. Um, a lot of students had died, and not only here in South Florida, but across the country, the United States, a lot of things started flaring up, mm -hmm. you know, within two weeks right um with that being said when looking at our society how has teen mental illness been treated in this country is it placed on the top of the united states list you want to know mental illness has prominent it is um, yes, uh, these days there is a lot of stress, people feel a lot of tension, and people that have certain conditions are really having flare-ups. I think that is a good approach to be aware of the people that is around us, and to be able to see if somebody is not doing well, and make ourselves uh, available to, through asking, there is something that I can do for you. How do you feel today? Do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about what you're going through? I'm, I'm here to help you if you need some help. Uh, if we can also look for professional help, which is always well indicated. Mm -hmm. What I would say that we have to avoid is ignoring 
ignoring somebody that we see that is sad, that is isolated, that is not talking, or is angry most of the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Could be anger expressed through a written message, could be anger expressed through trying to fight with somebody, or engage in a fight, or verbal threats. So all that that we have to take in consideration, take it seriously, and try to help that person. And that was my next question Mm -hmm. about um, about signs like, um, Mm -hmm. you know, what are the signs that someone would commit an act like this Parkland shooter? Mm -hmm. Well, people that has a repressed anger, uh, but somehow they already wrote something about it. Uh, they said something about it. That's what I, I'm repeating, not to ignore those signs, not to ignore those signs. Take it seriously and try to help the person. I, says, I, I don't see you well. You wrote this. What is this about? Can we help you? And, and really uh, see if the person, for example, is living by himself. Because usually uh, males are uh, in a larger quantity than females that produce these kind of events. So males tend to repress feelings of whatever is going on in their lives. And, And that is a problem because they already didn't express many situations that they went through. And that repression is generating anger, and that anger is then uh, expressed in a very violent way. Right. And um, on a recent episode of Real Time with Bill Maher, Michael Smokonish, a syndicated columnist, said something real profound. He said, the best we can hope for is a better integration of data because I'm sick and tired of reading in the newspaper the following day, well, there was this warning sign, and this agency knew this, and this agency knew this, and the left hand and the right hand are just not coordinating. We ought to be able to get get it done. Right. Ignoring, ignoring the signs, <clears throat> ignoring the people that has problems, that is, is our learning. That is the lesson that we can grasp and that we can really appreciate. That is always something that we can learn from an event that happened. Right. And is not to ignore people that needs help. Get on time. Get on time. Offer yourself. Offer your help. And and don't ignore it. And even take uh, legal actions. Right. But I could say, don't forget that it's a human being exactly. that is suffering, and and let's try to prevent this mm. person from acting out. Right. Let's try to do something before this individual act out, because that acting out is 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 already a big scream that could be prevented if we do something about it. Okay, and actually that was also my next question. Right. Um, Can an individual like this be helped before they commit an act like the Parkland shooter committed? Sure, sure. There are certain profiles. A person that lives alone, 
a person that is a male, a person that is a male lives alone and is depressed and is not expressing, is not talking, is very quiet. But you see there is a lot of pressure, pressure building up inside. That, that person should be approached, especially if he is under stress that lost his job or is recently divorced or some loss, some big loss um, or any kind of loss that really increments that internal pressure. Like this, um, this Parkland shooter, he lost both parents. Right. You know, and and, and he was kind of alone. Mm-hmm, so a person feels alone, feels that he's isolated, doesn't find a place to go, doesn't find. He gives a warning, but it's it's, it's a scream for help, writing a message. I'm going to do this or that. I'm going to do a shooting. In reality, it's a threat. But it's also his request for help. Please, somebody comes to help me. Mm-hmm. So we have to get active, proactive, act on time before this person really makes reality his threat. Okay. Um, so to, to end the interview, like, what are some of the changes you would like to see when it comes to schools? and how they deal with teen depression and teen mental illness like right the, the, the young people adolescents are going other than the fact that adolescent times are not easy they they are subjected to the pressures of the community and society and these last events also creates the fears that maybe can happen to me maybe can happen in my school what do i do if that happens so we have to let young people know that we, the adults, are going to really step up and protect them, right. and 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 really do our best to, to for them to feel safe, that they go to school for education, mm-hmm. so to be able to focus on education and not to be concerned about what could happen to us. Right. So we want to. Uh, be able to to enjoy in society right. uh, the focus on education and not too much insecurity. We hope that all this serves for all of us to learn and and to help one another, to help one another before the person act out. Right. Okay, Dr. Verna, thank you so much You're for welcome. the interview. Um, if somebody's going through a crisis, like how could you be reached? Yes, my phone number at my office, 305-254-9600. I see children, adolescents, adults, couples, uh, families, anybody that needs help, different problems, and anxiety, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder that today is very prominent also, bipolar is prominent or any signs of depression that the person really think, and we hope they think and recognize, I need help. We are here to help, okay? Okay, thank you so much, Dr. So thank you for coming. (laughs) Thank you. All right, guys, so I wanna thank Dr. Verna for taking the time to sit down and talk with us and share her professional take on the 
Parkland High School shooting incident that happened a few months ago, one of the things that we need to start doing is being proactive in looking at the individuals in society that are crying out for help. You know, yes, the school resource officer is a great idea, but like I said before, we can expand on that. You know, we can make this a great plan and we can make society better. We can keep our kids safe. You know, I definitely don't think the solution lies in more gun reform. You know, we we already have that. You know, let's look at the situation for what it is. Every step of the way, when we look at the Parkland High School shooting, communication was not had and it wasn't taken seriously. The only individuals that did their job were the kids, the students. They did their job. And it was for the adults' job to make sure that those kids were safe. Even up to the point where the guy made it onto the school campus, you know, that school resource officer that was there did not do his job. You know, regardless of what the issue was, the information was, people were dying that day. Okay. But at the same time, when we look at it, it's something that should have never happened. So from the school administration to local law enforcement and the, the federal law enforcement, they dropped the ball. And this can no longer happen. All too often, when these incidents happen, they go straight for the gun laws, wanting more gun laws. And that's not what happened. It's not the gun laws that 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 were already in place responsible for this. You know, it's for the agencies to do their job and do it efficiently and effectively. Here you had an individual that was on YouTube, students complained about, students knew that this student, this 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 alumni, he went to this school before, he's graduated from that school, that he would be the one, if anybody can do would do something like this, this guy would be the one to do it. So when you have assertions like this, it's something to be taken seriously. And the teachers need to get involved. The assistant principal, the principal, the guidance counselor. This guy was left to fester for years. You know, like like Dr. Verna said, there were signs. You know, you, you look on the, the, the hate groups that he was associating himself with, his his loss of of, of parents, you know. Let's be proactive. This is something that should have never, ever happened and should never, ever happen ever again in in our schools, you know, and to think that more regulation on guns is going to solve the situation. It's not going to solve the situation. We need to pay more attention to the mental health aspect of this country, our teens and our, our young adults, our 20-somethings, 
we, we need to pay more attention and we need to act and we need to take it seriously because the damage is far too great when we don't take it seriously. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this um, episode, this podcast. And um, the next podcast coming up is going to be about a woman's situation awareness and something called the interview, which predators use to pick their victims. So thank you guys once again, and I'll see you next time. And remember, be hard to kill and never die.